Welcome to the Edge of the Headlights. My name is Rob, and sitting across me is my pretty boyfriend, Marty the Mandactyl Bell. Oh, Mandactyl. That was nice. That was definitely nice. So how's your week been, Marty? Uh, it's been tiring, but you know, it's usual, same for same. But it hasn't been too horrible. Yeah, it's, it's still snowing out. I thought that once we could t- get done talking about Antarctica, the snow would go away. Guess not. Right. I thought we had left that, but uh, here we are with uh, sun most of the day and then snow dropping now. So That's just because we were going to record an episode. That's why it started snowing. It probably is. We'll know, we're, we'll know we're a bad influence on the planet if it starts doing this in July and we're still recording episodes, which uh, we will be. Oh, God, I hope so. Praise Cthulhu. Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you like to tell the folks about how to contact us, Marty? Don't run. Don't run, run far, far away from us. <laughs> what? You're <laughs> supposed to tell the people to contact us, not run away. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, go what ahead am I and, paying uh, you to do? You're right. Not, oh, I paid? Well, sexual favors. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess that counts, but anymore, yeah. that's just, you know, part of the routine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, feel free to get a hold of us on Instagram and Facebook. Stay away from the Facebook. Edge. I'll tell you right now because I got to figure that out. I apologize to anybody who's tried to contact us on Facebook. It thinks we're a business. We're not a business. So my untechnology ass has got to fix something. Like <laughs> but both of those are uh, at uh, Edge of the Headlights podcast. Uh, definitely check out the Instagram. You aren't even on Instagram, so you, I'm not. You need to get on the Instagram. I, I do. My daughter's on there, but so I get updates. That's not the same as you being on it, Marty. You need more followers. This is true, but I don't have anybody on my Facebook. Well, I don't even have if my you get real Instagram, name we'll, on I'll Facebook. follow you. I don't even use my real name on Facebook. That's kind of creepy, dude. No, it's because Are you that strange Pedro guy who's been always trying to send me friend requests? Uh, no, no. I don't deserve friends, digitally or, or in, in real life. <laughs> oh, poor Marty. I don't think that's true. <laughs> So what are we talking about today? You did all the you did all the heavy lifting on this one. Well, uh, you guys have stuck with us through three weeks of heavy snow and cold and awfulness that seemed to follow us into the real and, damn and world. Did, yeah, and and hopped in IRL to us. Uh, so we're gonna go someplace a little bit uh, more temperate and warm. I thought it was more like tropical. <laughs> well, some parts, some parts are, some parts are quite a bit more temperate but the uh mystical land the home of the uh mystical rakshasas now explain uh, to the people us there most people listening to this podcast i can name a few of them there aren't nerds like right. us okay just kind of explain a little bit what that is <laughs> the rakshasa are mystical creature from india which is where we're going to be exploring a little bit today they are a a mystical tiger race that are uh, shape changers and like to trick people. But on occasions when they find someone worthy, they will actually treat them, in essence, to treasure or something good. Uh, much nicer than gin and some of those type of uh, genies. I like gin and lemon. There's nothing wrong I, with gin. I do like gin and tonic. But that gin is without a D and a J in the beginning of it. But yeah, no, we are uh, going to be checking out a place in India. Now, out of respect for the people in India, I am only going to name this temple once because I have a lot of hard, hard time pronouncing Indian Hindi words. But uh, we are going to be looking at the Sri Padmana Baswami Temple. And it is a temple that is dedicated to Masha Vishnu, the god of serpents. Uh, This temple has been around for thousands of years uh the first really recorded written reference to it was around 500 bc and referring to it as a golden temple uh it is a temple that has been basically a repository uh for gold uh other objects like this uh there are a six main vaults to this place uh, it is actually still currently a temple that is used in ceremonies 
even uh, to this day. What kind of ceremony did they perform there? Ah, it's just different... uh, Religious ceremonies? Yeah, the religious stuff to Vishnu and some of that. What's that? Kali? No, not Kali in here. Oh. It's not the only temple to Vishnu. There are many, but this is probably the biggest. Um, They have artifacts in here dating back from the Chera and Pandya eras in India, even the Greek and Roman Empire at their height. And it is currently under control of the Travancore royal family of that district. And this place, uh, massive temple, and underneath is a sets of vaults that have been set up. That's that. The, do you find a picture of what the vault doors look like? Or yeah, I believe we actually have one up on our Facebook. Or was it? In, I was supposed to. Oh, is that the same one with the weird yeah. serpent dragon? Yeah, that thingies? would be the most ornate door. Yeah. Uh, most of them are actually pretty plain, which is why Vault B is the one that everyone is interested in. Um, there are six primary vaults, and they've just been labeled A through F for simplicity's sake, I would imagine. Uh, recently, they actually have found two smaller sub-vaults kind of underneath the temple. Again, plain doors, but they have not been opened. What are they hiding? <laughs> That's my old... Well, most of it is they, they've actually opened A, C, D, E, and F. And they are massive repositories of gems, uh, piles of gold, bags of medieval coin. Uh, the government back in 2011 ordered the vaults to be open so they could itemize and they had worries of mismanagement at the temple's resources because well governments everywhere are the same which is greedy and i'm sure they wanted some for their own coffers wink wink our government is not greedy if they're listening to us we do not think you're greedy also if the men in black are listening you still have yet to contact us at our (laughs) gmail account come on guys (laughs) this is absolutely true uh, no, some of the uh, treasures they found, like through the five that they have opened, there was a three foot by four foot round solid gold statue of Vishnu himself, plus a, I think it was a 14 foot solid gold throne for that statue to be sat upon. Uh, they found in one of the rooms over 1,200 gold chains encrusted with gems, uh, sack upon sack of coins from the ancient roman up to the napoleonic era this definitely sounds just the way you say it my mind instantly goes to like a oh this sounds like you're beginning part of a dnd adventure that it, it does, does. yeah i know reading does. reading up on it i was like oh man how could i incorporate this yeah. but yeah no it's absolutely insane uh there's a lot of history of when invaders were hitting this area a lot of the influential families would actually bring their treasure to these places to have them store their gold. Like a stronghold. Yeah. Something similar to, like, modern-day Fort Knox. Right. And and the security on it is actually pretty amazing, considering it's non-electronic. Every one of these vaults that they've dealt with have had at least three doors to them. So there's an outside main door, and usually they unlock that, get through. There is a thick, heavy wooden door... And when they get through that, there is some combination of stone doors, something. One of them actually had it. uh, There's a massive stone that has to be pulled from the floor, and the vault is underneath the floor. Where if you didn't know it was there, you probably wouldn't even realize that's what it was. It looks like an open room. That's fucking bad. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely crazy. Just think of all the ingenuity that had it going, at least thinking like, Oh, there's nothing in the room but that big rock. Ah, that's just fine. They just fucked up the floor. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, considering how old this thing was, in 500 BC it was referred to as the Golden Temple, which implies they had already amassed a pile of gold already in here. Mm -hmm. There was one of them they uh, reported. Some of them they haven't fully itemized yet, but one of the vaults has basically a small grain silo sized filled with just gold and silver coins. Like a small grain silo in the middle of the room, just chock full of gold and silver coins. I was that, like, what? Like grain silo, grain silo? Yeah, yeah no, that's... 
Just think of how much, if they actually released all that gold onto the market, oh. how much it would screw up the economy. Oh, exactly. That it's, would drive gold prices way down. It's That is a thought I've had on some of this thing. Yeah. But there is so much stuff out there. I would just like to... I would just think all the bling you could have, man. Oh yeah, egg-sized gems, stuff like that. Right. Well, I and and I can understand the government wanting to get into it, just the amount of history that's in there. But yeah, it, it's millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of gold and silver that would flood and destroy the gold market. Oh, it yeah. absolutely would. Oh yeah. You know. But I would take a couple pounds of that, maybe. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I would take even just a couple ounces. You know, I don't really care. No, I'm greedy. I take a couple pounds. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Now, uh, when the government was going through this back in 2011, they wanted them to open Vault B, which is the one that has the most ornate door, uh, carved with cobras, definitely Say away fish from me. new oriented. Like, there's a big sign with the line through it. Do not right. go here. Do not touch this. Uh, they they were going to, uh, the family actually put an injunction with the Supreme Court to stop them from opening this door. And it sat in court until 2020, where it, the Supreme Court of India decided that, yes, uh, the Trevon Courts are in charge of this, and if they don't want it opened, it's not opened. But uh, Vault B... There are stories that it was opened last, late 1800s, 1880s. Uh, no record of what is there is known. Uh, the head of the royal family is apparently the only one that does know what is down there, and he is not telling anybody. I'm pretty sure, he, I'm guessing that, yeah. I don't know, you think that somebody would come after him because just the fact, hey, you know what's in there. Right. Would, I don't know, it's just so weird, just because something like that massive... Because you can't keep something like, like I was saying like last week about Rengu and oh, Stonehenge yeah. and Amazon. Grave robbers or plunderers or whatever the hell you want to call them have already attacked that site. Oh, yeah. And they found all this stuff, but you, what's keeping... There must be something, I'm just thinking here in my head, what is keeping them from actually going in there? Right. Now, there there is actually a story from back in the 30s of some less than scrupulous people who tried to break into this vault B and they were reportedly halted by poisonous snakes and cobras that set upon them from nowhere giving a little more uh, real world credence to the belief that there is a curse around this door or it could just be like in Indiana Jones and the rest right. of the Lost Ark someone's just and, breeding snakes you know and they're just all willy nilly having sex and, and with, with some things like that it may be an exaggeration that has been put out there to help push that idea of, hey, don't break into this. Yep. But just the mere fact that over this many years, even with priests and a royal family looking over it, that no one's been able to get in and really break into or steal stuff from this, it's pretty impressive. Oh, it is. I mean, really, there, there's a lot of... We can't even do that with modern-day no. Aztec ruins. No. no. Jesus. He's like, oh, there was something here. It's gone today. What? Where the fuck that go? Yeah, now there are stories that, that, as we had said, that there is a curse surrounding this door and that the final door to this vault is supposed to be guarded by huge serpents and an enchanting female vampire named Kanjirohu Yakshi, along with other unnamed supernatural forces. So that's where chain. the guys from the new Resident Evil, with the, what's the one with that nine foot tall vampire that's oh heck ditties. yeah super that's, hottie yeah that's where they got the name from that's where they got the idea from i bet they thought oh, yeah we'll just put a sexy nine foot tall vampire female right in the video game and everybody will like oh i gotta go to the bathroom well, hang on and with that i don't think they expected everybody to freak out like they did on her yeah but they did and it's like well i mean i get it but she's nine feet tall man and she rips your head off i think right? at one point doesn't eventually she? she's going to eat you <laughs> now along Not with in the a good way <laughs> right. Yeah, along with the curse itself, it's believed the doors can only be truly safely opened by sadhus, which are priests that can chant a special Garuda mantra. The catch is there are no longer any known sadhus in the area that know the proper mantra. They just need to watch Indiana Jones, and it's like calamari. Or is it calamari or what? The first time I heard that, watching Temple of Doom, what's say? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or I bet you it's probably some Harry Christians could probably figure it out. They, they could do something yeah. with it. It's just ridiculous. 
But no, there is a belief that uh, forcing the doors by man-made means will bring catastrophic events. Uh, one theory goes along with this is that it is actually connected to the Arabian Sea. And if not opened correctly, will flood the entire region. There is always like a, a flood type curse around this thing. Well, I wonder if they Which got, I find important. Well, that flood curse, I think, remember that, they're just finding that city on down south, like in the Sea of Delhi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They found that, and like maybe that's kind of a story that's leading them up to believe, hey, if we open these doors, this might happen to them guys. We don't know. Right. We don't know what happened to the guys that fell in the ocean, but it could happen to us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and I don't know, a lot of things in history go along with flood stuff. Uh, this one I find interesting because most flood stories are the flood that happened. This is a potential flood. Mm-hmm. Um, before I get into too much theory. Uh, Why well, theory is the fun part of this podcast. It's really what we is. mostly do. It really is. But uh, they actually did get through the first two doors in Vault B before they were shut down. Uh they open the first iron grill door, which is the first heavy one that you see out there with the ornate. Got through that. Behind that was a large iron, or no, it was a uh, thick wooden door, was the second door to it. They ran into a third door, which was a heavy iron door, which they could not figure out how to make move. It was barred shut. I'm assuming from the inside? Uh... But they were basically at the point where they were calling up door specialists and, you know, technically like locksmiths. I just say, where did you find a door specialist? Yes, Paul. Right. Ding, ding, ding. I got, a, I got a door here. Well, what's it measure? It's eight foot by four foot, but I'm guessing six foot deep, thick. Might, might be. Can, can, can you move know, it? 18 inches thick. But yeah, they could not get this thing to move. And at about that point is when the injunction rolled down and they said, close it up, get the hell out. No more until we figure this out in the courts. But there were reports that they had heard sounds coming from that last iron door, which may not even be the last door. They don't really know, but it's a third door that was very similar to water moving or snakes moving. They weren't sure, but that's what they said they heard. Uh, My opinion, I think, on that is that it might be a little bit of suggestion. You know what I mean? Kind of like the listening to the... uh, ocean in a in a seashell if you're expecting there to be water behind there you're going to start hearing what sounds like water i don't know about that when I to a seashell i just hear my own inane thoughts going you're a dumbass <laughs> i hear mr Krabs <laughs> telling me to get back to work yeah but yeah no uh what is actually behind there we don't know uh don't really know if we're ever going to find out i do have some theories uh, like I said, I, I believe the word flood is important to it. Mm-hmm. But what if the word flood is actually used metaphorically more than a literal flood? Something behind there that will flood into the world, whether it be like we were speaking with that amount of gold going out into the world to ruin the economy. True. Or information of some kind. Well, we know everything. We have the internet. Right. We, we've got we everything. We know everything. We've got everything tracked down. Yeah. I mean, granted, we just found the uh, the monkey <laughs> dinosaur with opposable thumbs. The mandactyl. Ugh, it's just god-awful. Yeah, that's an interesting article I showed you. I'm like, yeah, it's a petrosaur that's got opposable thumbs. And I don't know how the monkey got involved with this. I, I'm guessing just because of its opposable thumb ability. Which is normally not cause it's any kind of, type of reptilian quality. It's kind of a misleading article because, like, it's a monkey dactyl. I'm like, huh? So you're telling me a monkey had wings, like, from Wizard of Oz? Right. Then my brain instantly goes to, like, down in Texas where they had sighting of flying Sasquatches. Right. I'm like, there it is, right, right there. That's it. That's it. That's where it came from. We found him. He's still here. Well, they have record, fossil records of him, but he was really small back then. About yeah, the, he's super like, tiny. He said he was, like, 10 inches tall. I was like, he just got big. He, he growed up. He, he ate up. real good. He got <laughs> corn fed. Fed upon maize for centuries. Yep. That's it. We figured that one out. Place closed. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, my honest to God theory on it is I believe there could be something behind there. Something similar to, like, the Akashic Record. Um, All right. Uh, you, 
I do not know what the Akashic record even is. I hear like an ancient alien. Right, right. I hate that program. But if anybody from ancient alien want to talk, just go ahead. But the Akashic record, what is that? Explain that to me at least. It is essentially a collection of human information. Uh, some people say that it's like, oh, psychically we're all connected to life force. But I believe it is actually more of a, a physical library of things that have happened up to that point that a lot of places have lost. Um, I know a lot of people have theories that it is actually, there is another one underneath the Sphinx's feet. Uh, because we have done uh, ground penetrating radar under the Sphinx. And mm -hmm. we know there are a pile of caverns. But there are two massive rooms underneath the feet after that was discovered. I think they did that in like 2010. I think it was before then, actually. But either way. But around that time, then, the Egyptian government went, yep, nobody's digging in here anymore. And just shut everything down. Every time I hear about like the government, like in India and Egypt. Right. I'm like, what the fuck do they know? Yeah. Because that makes me think they're trying to keep us from something that us menial people aren't supposed to know. But right. the people in the higher ups know already. I, it just makes you think because it, it happens in South America. There's yep. really, every major continent where there is ruins, and they're like somebody, and some guy finds it like this is interesting. He gets tossed off as a crackpot. Oh God, yeah, instantly. And I'm like, that guy's actually onto something, right? And it's just like, why are you shutting him down? Because it won't, it will change our perception of what our history actually is from yes. what we are told. That it is needs what to be I changed. Believe. If you see how fucked up people are nowadays, oh yeah, our I past mean, history needs to be like, yeah, gets turned on its head. <laughs> well, I, I'm worried that that what we would find in the past history of who came before us is a blueprint of what we're already down and we're already down into the shithole and ready to be done, and yeah. they don't want us to know that. But no, I, I I think that possibly, especially coming from this area, they do have a long history of writing and very flowery writing. And I, I, I've got red tried reading some of it. I'm like, yeah. But I, I I honestly think that there could be something to the flood of that information getting out being dangerous to the world. Like the Vimanas are actually, like they said, the flying Vimanas and stuff right. like that. Right. Oh, yeah. No, but, absolutely. Uh, I think that that is what my theory is what's in, in that vault. Because the rest of them they haven't worried about. Because I don't think it's an issue of money at all. You know, like, oh, God, there's a special treasure over here. No, if there is, it's not monetary. I no. believe it is an information. That's the most valuable that thing. Like I've always said, knowledge is power. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. More knowledge, does, no matter what kind of books you read, if people are out there, read a book. Read any type of book. Yeah. Any, you can always gleam something, and it'll give you a little bit more power than what you had the day before. Even even fiction, I have learned there's a lot of, if it's good fiction, has basis of fact in it. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of things I've learned just from reading crazy, weird fiction books. And it's, it's like, and oh, it is seems that like... true? Or if at nothing else, it sparks your imagination to go investigate. Oh, how much of that is bullshit? How much of it's real? And start digging into things. Yeah, because yeah. I know it's too, like, with fiction, I read a lot of fantasy, sci-fi, whatever. And there's always that... Like I said before, that kernel of truth, because they'll tell you a storyline that sounds so familiar to what our history was, but just tweak just enough to make you think, hey, could that, like you just said, could that actually been what's going on instead of what we are told? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. I can't disagree at all with some of that. Um, We've been doing this like for that. how long and you have yet to disagree with me? That's that's almost a new record. we got to... You to disagree with me sometime. At, at some point, I probably will. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of this stuff. I mean, well, even this we haven't really talked about in the history. Uh, I've seen the pictures of the of the door, and when we talked about doing the show, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to dig into this. And there isn't a whole lot out there. No, there is not. There's very, uh, like, five paragraphs, maybe. I actually found a few different articles from newspapers over there that oh. had, had some of the little more in-depth You went more in-depth than I would have. Yeah. I would just stuck with Wikipedia and been done with it. Yeah, oh, yeah, there were uh, lots of... there was. I found a full itemization of at least Vault A, and I'm like, I'm not listing off everything in Vault A because it would take forever and it would be very dry. But it was pretty impressive, the stuff that they did find. I mean, everything from coins covering 18th century back to 
you know, ancient Greece. Just how long has this place actually been sitting here and collecting shit? Yeah. You know, and, and the fact now, that it's still a, a operating temple no and they, hasn't been broken into and messed with really. Now, were they collecting? Was people bringing the shit to them or were they out conquering them? It seems like uh, it was stuff that was brought as offerings. Uh, so trade just or... for, yeah, trade. Uh, people brought it in just to protect it. And over time, maybe that family's wiped out. Nobody's left to go back and remember that they had a granary <laughs> full of gold and silver sitting in You in think the that would be somewhere in your lineage. Hey, Grandpa, is there anything weird in our history before you die? Yeah, well, I remember leaving this chest back in India. It's got 47 gems in it. I've been like, I've been on the first plane out of there and going and getting that shit. <laughs> Looks like we're flying into Delhi, kids. Yeah. Now, in, India is a, a crazy amazing place. Uh, their architecture dates back so far, and it's so advanced. I mean, it really is. Some of the techniques they use that these buildings are even still standing mm-hmm. is phenomenal. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, they put got... it in like some of like Thailand stuff, where it's yeah. these thousand-year-old temples. You can still see what that is. It's not torn apart. It's not faded as much as you would think it would be after a thousand, two thousand years. Unlike a kind of modern day couch that lasts maybe two years if you're lucky. Oh, geez, yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky. But it's also cool. Like with India, they have that um, the pillars. But the most common one you hear about is the iron pillar. Oh, pillar. yeah. And that thing is, I think I read somewhere, it's like twenty three feet tall, and they figure it weighs somewhere around four to five tons. Yeah. And it has no rust on it. It's solid iron. It has yep. no rust. And they're like, they're, they understand, They know how to do it modern day. We could do something like that. Right, but problem. at the time. But at the time, they're like, how would they put like the silicon base or something on it? Figure that out to keep it from rusting. And, and a lot of them, they go, well, it was just a happy accident of things they found. And I'm like, I don't fucking buy that, man. No. I don't. Just uh, the importance of what that was. And it's just uh, the design of it is incredible. That actually, the piece that no longer exists on it was a stone piece that apparently was on top. Yeah, the bell. has I crumbled and destroyed. Yeah. yeah. But the rest of it is still sitting there. Also, for that iron pillar, I was born, like, it got shot by a cannonball some, by some dickhead. Yeah. It's like, let's see if we can knock it over with a cannonball. He put a little dent in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's it's ridiculous. It's, it's There's a lot of pictures of it out there yeah. uh, if you want to take. Uh, your just own look, time and go look at it. Yeah, just, just go look up Iron Pillar. Of yeah, Iron Pillar Delhi. India. Yeah, and it'll pop it right. Then up. it'll also take you like a sub player. It's got different ones, not made out of iron, but other yeah. really ornate. Or like the uh, what was it uh, Temple of a Thousand Gods? I think it's called. Oh, is that the one that's dug into the side of the mountain? And it, well, it's just this massive temple, and the whole outside of the building is just statues of gods. It is absolutely it incredible. I, I came across that. I was like, ooh, makes you want to go to. New Delhi and get dysentery. No, or gangrene or something. That's what I don't understand. They have all this gold in that temple. They should just use it in their infrastructure so you don't go over there and die from drinking water. Right. Well, there's such a this weird... This is nothing against the Hindu people, no. Indian people. I'm just saying, some of you guys live in some pretty squalor conditions because right. I've looked on the internet and I'm like, a little bit of that gold from that vault or any other vault would help your people out a, a lot. A lot. Now, see... Like, India, I I find, is a crazy country, much like Mexico. There's this weird dichotomy in that country Mm -hmm. where it's like, here's all these people packed in and living basically... On top of each other. Yeah, on top of each other, subpar, barely scraping by. Yet, India is also a very high-technology country. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And, I mean, there's a lot of doctorates and nuclear science. But yeah, you have all of those living in that same tiny, densely packed country. I think it is probably one of the biggest. Yeah, it is, for like producing doctors. Yeah, 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 for like the uh, population. Population-wise, per square mile, yes. Yeah, it is just absolutely insane. Yeah, like, there's like this weird dichotomy, and Mexico's kind of the same way. You have like right in Mexico City, you could be up in a mansion, and right down the hill is just shacks that are put together. Their people are living there. Yeah, it's just. How does this exist together, you know? Yeah, but everything's so, so much better here in America. I'm not saying that we don't, but we have, no offense, we have some stupid people out there. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the, the last 20 years of the uh Keeps reminding of the movie Idiocracy. Oh, that, that oh. movie. 
I, think I don't that, find I it think, funny anymore. I don't either. I think that's like a fortune-telling movie. I'm like, somebody made this in Son of the Future like the Simpsons do. Yep, like when Mike Judge first put that out. I didn't see it for the first couple of years because I didn't know about it until somebody else showed me. Like, oh, yeah, Mike Judge did it. I'm like, oh, oh okay, King of the Hill, Beavis and Butthead, cool. And, yeah, it's brilliantly funny. Hilarious view at what the future is going to end up with. But the farther farther I've gone in time to where we are, I'm just like, oh, this is a whole lot less funny. (laughs) This is a whole lot less funny because this is actually how we are becoming. Oh, yeah. But I think it's really cool. Like, what was that? No, there's that place in India where it's got like the side of the mountain. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't even find the way this is done is like no chisel. Well, there's probably chisel marks, but they're so seamlessly hidden. And they can't find where that, well, from what they dug out, it should be like, a mountain of rubble from chiseling all out and they can't find it yep. so. yeah it's just there I mean in essence yeah. it's it's incredible yeah ah, I can't remember what the name of that place is they show it all the time on ancient aliens when they want to say they're done by lasers and stuff yeah and but I, I I don't think it was done by lasers I no. think people are highly ingenious and ancient alien just kind of plays on that play like oh we can't figure that out I'm like no people can figure out that shit all the damn time it's just like take one guy, like you said, stuck in that, like, hey, what if we try this? And it works. Yeah. And it's just like, it's not that aliens came down and said, oh, well, let's help out the little poor little hairless monkeys. No. I mean, let, let's go a thousand years in the future and somebody finds the, the plans for Henry Ford's assembly line, which before that did not exist. Henry Ford and his engineers came up with that. But a thousand years down the road, we're pretty sure we had intervention from aliens. Now, don't get me wrong. I like ancient aliens. They do have some cool story stuff on there. Stories. Exactly. Uh, A lot of their stuff they kind of reach at. It's... They they find one little thread and all of a sudden they're like... Now now we we turn this into alien, ancient alien hour, bashing hour. (laughs) And and I don't want to do that either. But, Jesus, guys, sometimes... I like all the alien stuff. Like you know, I do too. you know me. Me and Marty are a couple of giant nerd weirdos that love all this stuff. But sometimes you cannot use the same answer for five different fucking questions. Right. Like like one friend of mine, it'll be on and he'll be hanging out or whatever. He's like, "Why is it every one of these guys is like a theorist expert?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's like making bullshit up and going. I'm an expert of that." You can call yourself an expert on anything you want to make up, man. You know really? what is your basis of Every one of them, like underneath their name. Oh, yeah. Like, I know oh, what you're talking about. Such and such theory expert. Well, it's because you made it up. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, it's your theory. I, I'm kind of in the same boat. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. But, but it's just like. Excuse me. Oh. To, to have the, the sheer audacity and balls to be like, I'm an expert. Well, I'm an expert at this game. No one else knows how to play it because I made it. And no one's played it yet. So I'm yeah. an expert. Yep. You know, That's and, right. and it's, it, it shows up on there and gives them some kind of credence to some extent but most of the, a lot of two guys are like are doctors actually oh, yeah. are, are archaeologists like i can't think of any of their names right now forgive right. me because it yeah, is no, it is 420 i'm not partaking but i'm <laughs> drinking beer tonight <laughs> i've had a long day but yeah I'd, like in india and that they got all them cool things it's, india by itself it's got such a dark and it's not dark i mean like it's a it is a dark and rich history that oh, is yeah. so unexplained because they have a very colorful history. Unlike America, it's really boring. If you look like over in that, it's like Southeast Asia. They have like all these dragons and Garuda, flying giant bird, yep. four-headed people, and you got people with like ten snakes coming out their back. It's just so much more cooler tapestry. <laughs> and that's the good god, you know. Yeah, the one with all the snakes. That's the good guy. Well, I was saying even earlier, just architecturally. Like here in the in the U.S., we are a relatively new country. I yeah. mean, modern wise, and and we find stuff where we're like, oh God, look at that building; it's two hundred years old. And the rest of the world is like, <laughs> yeah, two hundred. That's crazy. That's, yeah. that's crazy. Here's a two thousand year old temple we found over here. Yeah. It's still in perfect shape. Yeah, yeah no, they, they knew what they yours, were doing. Let's see where our one of our buildings is like in two thousand years. Oh, oh. see, but I've like now thinking about past history and that Mount Rushmore. Just think about. 10,000 years from now, we're oh, still yeah. around, and aliens go visit. What the fuck? Are them some ugly bastards up there? Uh, what, what, is, what is this? Is this a picture of their gods? The you gods know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, it's crazy. Now, I, I don't know. India's an interesting place. 
I it's not in my top ten of places to visit. I'd go there and visit. I would go, but it's not on my top ten list. You know what I mean? But yeah, their their history. I don't know. A lot of their celebrations, if you look at a lot of them, are very super colorful. Uh, everything over there is super colorful, and and part of me, the cynic, jaded in me, is like, do they do that extra colorfully because a lot of their their god mythology is so dark and awful that they're just like, what we got to bring happy stuff out here. Well, even the thuggy call. Oh yeah, yeah. There's like the thuggy religion. I should say it's not a call. It's actually yeah, it's religion. religion. Yeah, them guys. They're basically a road bandits that would go on people, and they would choke you, but not without ropes. They would use pretty silk scarves. Oh, yeah, Usually absolutely. red ones. They're pretty. Yep, red, beautiful, soft silk scarves to So feel you can't see the blood you when die. you're choking. Yep. <laughs> no, then you got Kali. Yep. From Temple of Doom. Then you got Vishnu. Well, did you actually know in Vegas they have uh, the forehead god? They got actually one of those statues right in Vegas on the Strip. Oh really? Yeah, I just found that out a couple of days ago. Because I kind of do inside. I was kind of doing side research. Uh, it's Brahma. That's who it is. Brahma. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. The four-headed Brahma, and they have one of those right on the Vegas Strip. That you is have to go behind. Crazy. I mean, serious. It's like maybe fifty feet off the Strip, right? It's behind a certain building, yep. but I'm not going to say what it is. Yeah. But you can find it there, and it's actually a temple to Brahma. That is absolutely insane. And I've, I've oh, been to Vegas great. a couple, two, three times, oh, yeah, and so I never knew I. it was there. So when I go back again, I'm going to have to go find it. Heck yeah. No, I've been out there a couple times, too. I had no idea. I'll tell you where it is off the air. All right. So anybody now, else, you have to do your own research and kind of figure out where right. it's at. I'd, I'd like to see a, a giant uh, Shiva statue just, like, hanging out on the four-armed. Oh, I thought that was like Kali. The... No, it was Shiva. Oh. Yeah. Which one's Kali? She has forearms, too. Yeah. Well, there's there's many multiple. Yeah, forearms. And then, like, uh, they have the great elephant god, and I can't remember what his name is. And he's just, like, a chilling, hanging out god. He's just awesome. We've really kind of got off track here going to the mythos. What else you got for this Bolt B thing? Uh, no dead air. Got to talk, Marty. I don't know if I have anything. Uh, just uh, get an idea of what you think might actually be under there. Ooh, okay. I kind of think there's. I'm gonna go off the deep end here. Well, right. It's not normal. I never go off the deep end. No, no. Since we watched Kong versus Godzilla, and I'm not doing any spoilers yet. All right. But they have a scene there where he's fighting that giant winged snake thing, Warbat. Oh yep. I think there's some creatures like that behind the door. That's why it's barred from the inside because there's somebody who sacrificed himself to keep the doors from being open. Right, and it's keeping out. When I say when I think of flood, metaphorically, I think of like a plague. Oh, okay, yeah. Because it's so highly dense there, because there is such a problem with disease, and you got stuff coming up from the permafrost, like we discussed in our Antarctica issue. Right, everything ties out. Every episode keeps tying, tying, tying. Right, but there could be something behind there that we have no immune system for, or immunity to, I should say. Oh, okay, and that could gotcha. be coming out there and cause a flood of pain and anguish. That's why it's got the snake on there, the cobra, right, scaring people away. Yep, Say, poison. Hey, there's some bad shit behind here. Don't open the door. Naga's blood. Just stay away. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, that makes sense. I, I, yeah. See, it's not that deep. I'm not that crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, and then well, it, oh shit, part B. Then it comes out with her. You turn into a giant. Really. Then you. Actually, you probably get a virus from it, and you turn, turn it into like a Bollywood zombie. You have to dance. This isn't all bad at this point. I know that'd be kind of cool. At least you get, at least you're like, oh, like I ran twenty paces. They're gonna do a dance routine. Yes, go, go. Let me get further away. <laughs> hell, yes, hell yes. I, I I will give at this point Netflix credit for the amount of of Hindu and Indian movies they've been oh, putting just... on their streaming. Yeah, from action to horror, just and there's a lot of great if you if you want to watch fun stuff. And like I said, this is a total side note. Any Bollywood this whole episode's stuff, been a total side right, note. What the are you whole thing about? is a side note. But yeah, no, uh, check out some of their their film. Their, their film industry is crazy. They're doing some nutty stuff that no one over here is really doing. They they take like our action <laughs> and like. Blow it, it so unrealistically out of control that you just have to sit back and, and watch the train It actually wreck makes and, sense. Oh, it's so good. 
But well, also they are. behind that door too, I think you're seeing, if anybody here is listening to us, they probably heard the, a couple of our friends that are listening probably heard the TV series Sanctuary. Oh yeah. And there's that place taken in India, and it kind of deals a little bit with that temple, but it kind of right. affects the giant sea monster out in the Delhi Ocean. Yep. Who knows? Maybe it could be some way of contacting, or it could be like a. Like you said, I probably it's probably most likely it's probably a flood of information that we don't want right. or not allowed to see. But that does make a nice flood connection there too, connection to that water in the sea. Mm-hmm. You know, there's I, any, until they open the door, we'll never really know. Oh yeah, no, it's at that point we're so just so people in the, India need to get on that, open that door. We want a firsthand exclusive interview from what. And we, out, we, unless we it comes out and kills you, then we don't want to. Right, and, and thankfully we'll be far enough away. We can watch televised. To know that it's coming, you know, but and most get our like, things in order. Who was that? Remember that? Oh, I'll be like that. Um, uh, who was that guy that opened El Capone's thing? Oh, oh, oh uh, Geraldo. Geraldo. I'd probably be like, like, yes, we're opening the door, and it's empty. Like, Geraldo I, with El Capone's doing is what will probably happen. I was honest to God thinking of that at work last week. I was like, man, what if they are in there, and they're all just lined up around the door, and it's literally just like nothing there but a, an ancient Hindi or thing saying, "Yeah, I owe you," yeah. and there's nothing left there. Yeah. I owe you a couple bucks, sure. And that's and that's why the uh, the the head of the family is like, "No, don't open that," because he owes like thirty million dollars in <laughs> jewels that, that should be going back into this vault, mm-hmm. which would be hilarious. Oh yeah, it would be. That'd be that. Probably what would happen anyway. That, uh, or some I, I don't know Eagles which, I, don't know which I want more, something catastrophic or something so ironically hilarious like that. I think the world's good, due for a good catastrophe it, of it epic is. level. The, I, don't, I don't know. With a lot of the weird stuff that's been happening in the world. Mandactyl. Right. I, I, it does make me give a little bit of credence to the 2012 theory. That the world actually did end, like when CERN oh, that's ran right. that. Yep. And everyone basically, well, we didn't all die, but we were jumped into an alternate timeline of Earth. And the farther we get away from that focal point, the crazier shit starts getting. And at 2012, I was like, nah, okay, whatever. Now, now at 2021, <laughs> I'm like, well, you know... <laughs> This stuff is is happening that is just unbelievable. I I would almost chaotic. have to agree with you on a point, just because of both that article we both read about he, a scientist and their infinite wisdom have <sighs> inbred have basically took a, a monkey and human embryo and mixed them together and made some type of animal. Yeah. See, but I always remember. I don't know if a lot of people remember this, but the Russians tried that and they actually oh. said this is a bad fucking idea. Yeah, don't they tried that do too. it. I would trade that way back. It was, what, it was like the 1930s. Yeah, way, 20s. way back. And I think they went back and tried it again after that. With uh, Yeah, and they even said, this is a bad idea, but modern-day scientists, we'll find a way. We can right. do this. Uh, they were old Russian scientists. They didn't know what they were doing. No, I think they did. Yeah, I, I they think said, they perfected some stuff, and uh, it, it it did not turn out well. No. And they went, Nope. It's like you're nope, we're noping out of this. Well, if you want to figure out something like that has happened, there's a book out there. It's a fictional book, but it kind of correlates to what we're doing. I find it most of the stuff like you and me will read fantasy books, but somehow they count aren't fantasy anymore because they actually try to do it. Yes. And the book I am thinking of is by F. Paul Wilson. It's called Sims. Yes, I was just going to mention that. Yep. You guys, if anybody out there, if you want a chance, like the like the scientists doing that human animal thing with the monkeys. Read yes. F. Paul Wilson's book, Sims. It is it's almost like a play card for what they're trying to do. Exactly. When when I first saw that story That's the first thing it popped in my head too. Exactly. I was like, Oh shit. We we did this. Well not technically. Someone wrote about this. Yeah. This does not end well. No, it does not end well at all for the human race. No. I mean, not only that, we have how many films of, of Planet of the Apes that shows making oh, them smarter did not end well for us. Yeah, you know, but that the original—that's how it happened. The original, but in the new ones, they used the virus. But in the original yeah, yeah. Planet of the Apes with Charles and Heston, that's yep. how we genetically modified yeah. monkeys to be to, slaves. <laughs> to be yep. slaves, and they overtook us. But yeah, no, Sims uh, definitely a must-read if you're into harder science and science yeah. fiction. It's not really um, harder end, but it's more like it just kind of clicks with what right. is just in last week was in the news. And yeah, it, it's not, you know, lasers. Because I didn't think anybody would it's... be dumb enough to do that. I oh, the God, no. 
no reading that book i was like oh man i, I hope none of us are stupid enough to try this, this fast is, forward 15 years yeah, maybe exactly. 2012 we got it we're done and yeah fantastic book definitely a good read oh yeah definite thumbs up on that one uh it was one i was glad you brought over and went dude you need to read this and if f paul wilson ever listened to this we'll gladly take an interview with you because oh, i have a lot of yeah. questions about the book keep i have a, the movie sucked sorry to say uh, dude yeah the book is awesome in the Dark Cycle series, but that's I, for, I tried that's to go different. back and watch that movie because I remember watching it as a kid and being bored out of my skull. I think I actually had it on VHS. I just can't find it. It's packed really. away somewhere. You know. I went back and watched it a couple years ago, and I was like, oh, "No, this is still garbage." Yeah, the book's fantastic. Yeah, I I uh, I can't name a single book he's done that I absolutely don't. Well, like. we should actually talk probably talk about Temple oh, that yeah. he wrote that deals yep. with India. Yep, but that makes the Rakahashis look more like a shark lizard type thing yeah it's uh his stuff's so good you definitely check him out if you like that kind of thing oh yeah you quit touching, cannot go quit, wrong quit touching your penis well it keeps you, moving well <laughs> <laughs> that's probably probably trying to get away from you i don't blame it yeah i don't blame it one bit well you keep beating it up all the damn time Hey, got to do what you got to do. So, bear's hungry, it eats. What, well, what else we talk about? Oh, you got the Bigfoot-type creatures in India, too, don't they? Uh, yeah. Like the, the Himalayas. Yeah. Yep. Duh. The Yeti. Yep. The Uti. Uti. Like a UTI. Oh. Urinary tract infection. Oh, I think I'll take my, my chances with the giant nine-foot variety over that. That's just awful. Yeah. Nothing no, but India is an awesome country, and we're just... I. I don't know what I'll say. I would love to go there. Right. And I would like to see what's in Vault B. Yeah. I truly do. Screw yeah. it. You only die once. Curse, I hate people that say YOLO. Not. You live every day. But everybody should start saying YODO because you only die once. Yeah. Yeah. You can live over and over and yeah. over again. Even if you're in a coma. Right. You have multiple <laughs> things you can be like, ah, I'm alive. Yes, this is great. But you're only going to get to die one time. Yeah. So. So let's take India and what was our reasoning for this whole episode dead air Marty can't have dead air <laughs> well, basically we just went and uh, wanted to kind of take a look at Vault B yeah. and uh, kind of let people know if they weren't aware of it maybe kind of look into it themselves uh, interesting really interesting ideas on it yeah but. So we spent the last 45 minutes bashing ancient aliens, one of our favorite topics to do. We talk about books, movies. As I turn and to the side and Giorgio Sukalo's head pops up into the window with his crazy hair. If you can see him through my window, that's pretty good. That's pretty much covered in crud. If you can see him through that window, you... He can do anything. He probably use his hair to clean my window. He would. It does it independently. He's like a small Medusa <laughs> at this <tentacles>. point. <laughs> Well, this would be kind of one of our shorter episodes, and that's because there isn't much on this fault, right. like Marty said, and we just kind of rambled on. And, but everything was, we said pretty much ties in, but we couldn't find a tie to South Dakota, I don't no, think. Unless no, other talk. than we're talking about it. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, no, it's just an interesting, uh, interesting topic, I think, just to throw out there. Like I said, one of our goals is not just to talk about paranormal, but maybe somebody listening introduce them to something they haven't heard of you know yeah and if you got theories on what's involved me email us please somebody fucking email us i sound <laughs> like i'm whining i've yet to receive an email the only email i've got is from marty to test it to make sure it does work oh and that was a long while ago yeah so if you got i know there's a couple people out there and this girl i know she's probably listening because she signed up for it last week i want your ghost stories uh, and yeah. she does have some really good ones from where she works at. Oh, dang. So please email them in because I know yeah. you're probably listening to this eventually, probably tomorrow or the next day. Email right. us. And yeah, no, definitely. That's uh, fodder for some future. I would like to hit ghosts at some point in the future with stuff. You can't hit ghosts. They're incorporeal. Or are they? We're not, talking, no, about, they are, we're not talking about Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing I understood from Scooby and Shaggy. Why didn't they just hit him? Instead of running away, just hit the thing. Well, they're scared. No, oh, they're just oh, you, high. You, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Does that, does that look like the face of a man who enjoys ganja? Yes, yes, it does. He's <laughs> eating dog snacks, man. That's, <laughs> not to say I haven't been there, but come on, man. <laughs> no, I've never eaten dog snacks. Uh, I've tried. Okay, that's all I've been. I've always tried, tried cat once. food. Uh, the wet or the dry? Dry. dry. Okay, so it's like, well, God, my cats love it. It's got to be good. 
No. The dog loves it. It's got to be good. It was not good. No, it was definitely not good. No. All right, so have you got anything else for these fine folks here in a little bit? Want to give them out the email one more time? And Yeah, go ahead and uh, get a hold of us at uh, edgeoftheheadlightspodcast at gmail.com. Please send us. Like I said, ghost stories would be great. Yeah, we're, any information that anybody has, like on Dogman, too, I'm trying to put together oh. an episode of Dogman around the area. Because I got an interesting, somebody made a side note to me about Dogman, so I'm trying to collect oh. information. Besides that one I told you about. Right. So, if you have nothing else, we're going to sign off, buddy. I got nothing this week. All right. Just excited to get into next week. Oh, yeah. It'll be interesting next week. It will. All right. Everybody have a good night. Bye. (laughs) 